Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. John, this is a great evening for me. Uh, my all-time favorite ball player growing up was Gil Hodges. He was beloved, an outstanding Brooklyn Dodger ball player. Then he managed the Miracle Mets in 1969 to the World Series. And finally, uh, a week from Sunday, he's being inducted into the Hall of Fame. It was a terrible injustice that it's taken this long, but now he's going to be in there. And with us tonight on the phone, he's uh, from New York. He played for the 1969 Mets. He's an all-time Mets great. I'm proud to call him my friend, Art Shamsky. Art, how you doing? Peter, so great to talk to you and the guys. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, and you said it right. Uh, uh, Gil Hodges is one of the, uh, in my mind, one of the all-time greats and uh, a hero in Brooklyn and, of course, in New York City. And so we're all looking forward to uh, that induction on the, uh, I think it's the 24th, a week from now. Uh, uh, you know, you, you were there. I mean, the Mets did not have a good team for six years, whatever it was, from 1962 to 1967. Gil Hodges came in 68. You won it all in 69 as a player. Tell us, what influence did Gil Hodges, how could one person as a manager you know, bring such a dramatic turnaround? Well, you know, it's interesting. The first day I, I joined the team in 1968, I was traded from the Cincinnati Reds, and my first year uh, was 68, and uh, that was Gil's first year there. And, of course, uh, Tommy Agee also and a couple other guys, Al Weiss, J.C. Martin. So we were all new. I uh, played against the Mets when I was with the Reds, and the Mets were, as you mentioned, were not a, a very good team. And if you didn't win two out of three in a series, it was a, a bad series for you. So when we got there, I'll never forget this, the first day in spring training in 1968, and I really didn't know Gil very well. I knew him by reputation. I watched him as a kid growing up in St. Louis, uh, beat my Cardinals all the time. And, of course, he was with those uh, great Dodger teams in the in the uh, 50s and uh, late 40s. and. They were only overshadowed by the Yankees, who had uh, those great teams also. But I remember that first day in spring training, and, and Gil just said, uh, listen, I want everybody to know you are not going to be the same old Mets you've been in the past. Well, I mean, right away I knew it was not going to be the same. I, I hadn't been there those early years when the Mets were struggling. I played against them. But he just changed the whole idea about being a New York Met and, and just changed the, the concept of being the lovable losers, which the team was called. And I think his, his knowledge of the game, the way he managed himself uh, on and off the field and, and the credibility he brought to the Met organization was really the turning point. And there's no doubt in my mind if he wouldn't have passed away at that early age in, in spring training at 72, he would have, uh, 1972, he would have led the Mets to more championships. Hey, you know, was a no- way about I was going to say, uh, no offense, but all you ball players are big egos. How was Gil Hodges able to convince all of you to platoon, uh, not to play every day, and move players in and out, and still keep the team working together? I, I think it was just a matter of uh, of us total respect for him, and and he had proved on the field what he could do as a player, and then, you know, I just think the way he brought, uh, he, he he managed the way he the way he was able to deal with whatever was going on. He he was a manager that managed by feel, Peter. You don't see that anymore in the game. Uh, it's all about uh, sabermetrics and printouts. He, he knew everybody on the team. He got everybody involved. And I think every player to this to this day had total respect for him. You know, I always tell people this, you know, Ronnie Svoboda and I platooned in right field, and he platooned in four or five positions. And right. In reality, we none of us liked it. And, in fact, it probably hurt our career in the long run. But the reality was we respected what Gil had to say, and it was working. And I think the fact that he had total command on the field as a manager and, and what he had done as a player, I think we all had to respect. And I think I think he uh, really was the catalyst in us winning. There, there's no doubt uh, hey, uh, Gil, uh, before, we won the Wonder World Series. Uh, they're going to call a timeout here in a second, but I understand you and Ed Cranepool are coming up for an event uh, this Sunday. 
Right, and, and uh, in Babylon at the Argyle Theater, it's a wonderful theater, and uh, we're going to be talking about Gil and what we uh, what he meant to us as a manager, and then his career, and then what that'll lead into following Sunday. Uh, uh, we'll be up there in Cooperstown when he goes into the Hall of Fame. But that's uh, thank you for mentioning it, Peter. Uh, this is coming Sunday at the Argyle Theater. In, Babylon. Uh, Eddie Crampo and I will be there at seven o'clock, uh, talking about uh, Gill's legacy and and uh, how important he was in our lives and how our lives changed October sixteenth, nineteen sixty nine. Well, you know, uh, you and Eddie are two all time met greats, and thanks for what you do for the community. I don't know how many youth events I've been to when you and Ed are there working with the young kids. So thank you for that. Uh, thanks, thanks for thank what you, you did. Thank you, John Casamitini. Right, thank you, guys, and thank you so much, Peter. Really appreciate right. it. Thank you. Okay, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back with Dr. Peter Mihalos with some new innovations on how to live longer. Longer. 